Welcome. 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 To another exciting episode of I'll Tell You What. Wow, that's actually like on point. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It reminded me of a movie I watched called The Shipnodrome. Oh, live from the Shipnodrome. <laughs> that's what we're here to find out. Live from the Shipnodrome. <laughs> Pretty much, guys. Pretty yes. much. Shout out to Dexter's Lab. Dexter's Laboratory. Laboratory. Uh, I am your boy at Day Notice on Twitter. Uh, Jolly John. <laughs> also, Matt. What other names do you have? I got plenty. John, oh, yeah? the white blood cell. Uh, <laughs> you can call me. Ah, uh, oh, you thought darkness was your ally. Uh, Bane. Okay, uh, okay, okay. You know, like stuff like that. Oh, his boy Elroy. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I hear you on that. Well, what, my, what name about is, you? my name is Kyle Pritchett. Oh, okay. Uh, at Alabama Kyle on Twitter. <laughs> uh, they also call me Mr. Trolley Car Roller. They also call me Christopher Robin. Oh, They CR? also call me Mr. Pig. Busy World of Richard Scary. Oh, okay. And Dan Watanabe. <laughs> Oh, Dan. Dan's back in the building, y'all. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It has been a week in sports, and we are going to get to that in just a minute. But let's start with what we usually do. Yeah. Which is a recap of our personal lives first. That's right. Before we ease. Right after these messages from Golden Flake. You ever find yourself in a situation where you just are really craving a bag of chips? Yeah. Well, look no further than Golden Flake. Brought to you by Golden Flake. Anyways, so I'm just thinking we should. That talk- was our sponsorship trial right there. <laughs> As you could tell, Kyle was real, real smooth with it. So, yeah, Golden Flake sponsors. We at you. Absolutely. <laughs> well, John, um, what did you do over the weekend outside of work, which we know you love? Mm-hmm. I do. That I do. I do. I do. Ooh. <laughs> Um, actually, I just watched some college football, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to get to. Some big things happened this weekend. Yes. And then, uh, took my shoes off and everything was all right. <laughs> I said, hey. <laughs> were you knocking boots? Uh, not this week. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. So we got, a, we got an eligible bachelor out there, ladies. You do. Uh, He's at thatdude.com. <laughs> Don't, I don't know how. I don't, I don't know, know how. I don't that domain. Work, just FYI. <laughs> I was like, I would, I would go to that domain. I, I don't know if it's legit. You go ahead and click on the interwebs, and, <laughs> and you just say you want to talk to John. Mm, okay, they'll put you right on, right McCoy. on the turn. Heard that, McCoy. Uh Kyle, how about yourself? What did you do this weekend? I know you probably saw somebody at a wedding. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Taylor Bolt, my wonderful coworker. Yes, and Chris Santarufo. Whoa, my other wonderful coworker. Dun, dun, dun. They got engaged. Oh yeah. my god! And then they got married. married in a private ceremony with a reception to follow at Jake Christopher's on Powers Ferry Road. That's excellent. But that was on Saturday. Hey, did you guys get it? That? Already happened. You, you didn't catch it. I said egg. So oh, <laughs> over easy. <laughs> anyway, so in all seriousness, you know, uh, we'd like to uh, congratulate Taylor and Chris on their nuptials. Yes, congratulations and cheers. Um, got to see a lot of fun friends over there. Wait, clap, clap, bravo, bravo and, and a, a glass, glass of Moscato. Or your favorite IPA. Uh, (laughs) It was a very fun party as well. Me and Crystal were out on the dance floor. I will say there was only a couple of people out there. So we had to really put it down with some of the moves. Gotcha. You were cutting the rug. We were cutting the rug, metaphorically and physically speaking. Okay. I'm about that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Our wonderful benefactor, Jeff McCann, a.k.a. Big J, was there. Oh, shout out to Jay. And Nicole, his wonderful wife. Shout out to Nicole. Also, H. Glass, Harvey Glass. Shout out to Harvey Glass! And one more, the wonderful, the amazing, the crazy Sam Schmerdock. I really wanted to say Spider-Man. <laughs> Shout out to Sam! So, good to see all those uh, friendly folks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. 
So I know I know Jay is a big listener. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Jay. Don't worry, there might be another one later in the episode. All right, if you two. keep listening, he got two. if you can keep listening, <laughs> you got two in one segment. That's nuts. That's nuts. Uh, but earlier in the day, I was definitely saddened, deeply saddened by the uh, devastating injury to the Alabama quarterback Tua Tungvaluwa. He has a dislocated hip. So we uh, we were definitely feeling that for him. He's in everyone's prayers across college football. Absolutely, just a stand-up guy. Never, you know, hurt a fly. Just inspired so many people. Um, gave us only positive memories outside of his injury. But uh, but yeah, so that was sad. But you know, still still a good Saturday for college football. Yes. Alabama got the dub. They got the dub. Oregon got the dub. Oregon got the duck. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, jump but up we, and shout now. Jump up and shout now. So that was how my weekend went. Excellent. Yeah. Because you definitely got to shout. And just so you know, they do actually do that song. I always have to say this at the University of Oregon when they put Otson Stadium. Wait a minute. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's at the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth. They always play the whole song. It gets lit in that like whole stadium, bro. My it, face <laughs> is of awe and shock, dude. It's a ritual because the movie was originated from that university, Animal House. Yeah, so, yeah, it was shot song. at a SMU, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. You are so dead. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, we're gonna we got plenty of coming up on the show. Today. Absolutely, we got some CFB. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little NFL. Yeah. Maybe a lot of NBA. Just kidding. Maybe, maybe just a little. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I heard Rudolph, the Red Nose Ranger. Or, yeah, he's well, coming next month. Yeah, and Rudolph. <laughs> Keep it to topical subjects. Well, Rudolph. Otherwise known as Mason Rudolph, he gonna be at the top of the oh, discussion yeah, we this do week to talk too. About that. But let's so. not give him too much; just a little tidbit. So uh, <laughs> we'll be right back on. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what. Skip it, bad dad, do bad. Yeah. Okay, here we are. Back, 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 back to. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what. what. And we got some CFB coming down the pipeline. That stands for college football. Yes, it does. So, <clears throat> obviously, LSU won. Got it done. Yeah, a couple of rounds like, yeah, let's do it, y'all. Yeah, go, yeah, go Tigers. Go Tigers. We, we the best out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, too bad they played, like, a no-name. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Sisters of the Poor. <laughs> Sisterhood of the Traveling Old Misses. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but I will tell you, take away from that game, if we're talking games, yeah. just FYI, let's recap some of these games from sure. last week. So, LSU took it took it to the uh, Ole Miss Rebels, mm-hmm. but Ole Miss scored 36 points on LSU's D. And that's another reason why I don't think that LSU deserves to be so Numero high ranked. Numero Correct. Yeah. So I do. I told y'all before. I think they need to be number two. I and he'll do not tell that, you again. And I'm gonna tell you again. I'll tell you what right now. <laughs> they deserve to be number two. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 So I mean, I, we'll get into this a little bit later in our college football talk. But as That's far as now, the, actually, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like as far as the SEC championship that is looming right now, that the the date has been set after this week. LSU and Georgia both winning. Okay. Um. Do you think that Georgia's defense will be able to contain LSU's offense? Because that's really the only yes. question here. That's why I'm laughing at this, and I think it's just a system made of on, a down. System of a down. Um, I think it's just a system that's made on literally uh, quicksand eh. for them. Because, in my opinion, Georgia plays the opponent, and in this situation, it's gonna benefit them. Because they're literally just going to rise to the challenge. And they're probably going to take down LSU. They're going to make LSU look like they're not that good. Which is what I've been saying the whole time. And it's just going to be very apparent. 
on a national stage oh, in front of everybody. He's going in. So, he's going in. I'm just telling you, it's not the greatest look for them. And I cannot wait for it to happen. And that's why I'm going to sit there and just be like, ha ha! <laughs> when it happens. Okay, so. okay. So that's from the LSU perspective. You mm-hmm. think that they're not going to be able to hang. They're not going to be able to hang. Okay. How about you, Kyle? So let's let's get down to just the to the the Georgia game as well okay. while we're talking about it. So Georgia played Auburn this past week, and they they played them pretty well. They stopped Auburn for the first three quarters on defense, held them to zero points mm-hmm. while scoring twenty one points themselves. However. Um, Auburn kind of gifted them a touchdown at the end of the half. I saw that. Um, yes, I did. So I would say that didn't look good. And Georgia's offense outside of that looked pretty weak. Yeah, it did. Uh, Jake Fromm was less than 50% on his passes. Again, playing the team. Playing the team and not the to your potential. So um, anyway – Auburn yeah. ends up scoring two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to make it to 14 to 21. And they get a stop on Georgia's offense when that Georgia needed to get going. And so Auburn got the ball back. They actually got two final possessions and they just couldn't capitalize. That's what I'm saying. They just played. But you will I will tell you that I think LSU will not have that problem. They will find like there, because Auburn's quarterback just was not sharp. He's just not that Nicks. good. Yeah, he got nixed. He got nixed. <laughs> so I'm telling you, like LSU, unless Burrow has an off off game, LSU is going to score probably thirty to thirty five minimum against Georgia. We'll see. And we will Georgia see. can barely score at all in general. We will see. So I'm just saying, I don't think it's by like a foregone conclusion either way. Mm-hmm. I think Georgia could lose to Texas A&M. They play Texas A&M this weekend. Touche. Texas A&M only has three losses. Guess the two of those. Who who they've lost to. I don't know. Tell me. Break it down for me, son. Clemson. Whoa. Alabama. Whoa. And Auburn. Okay. So I'm just telling you, like, they're actually a pretty decent team. And they almost took it to Clemson. Okay. We kind of blew them out because we're better. <laughs> the- it was a tire. He got blown <clears throat> out. Yeah, blown and the out. Auburn game was like a sneaker. Yeah, so. and we're not talking about shoes. Uh, Ohio State got it done against. I think they played Maryland this weekend, right? Rutgers. Rutgers. <clears throat> Mess around. <laughs> uh, literally. Uh, and Clemson didn't play anybody really. So again, they played the old Wake Forest. Blew them out. That they should. 52 to 3. There's no team that they've played that's uh, really ranked in Trevor the ACC. Lawrence tossed four touchdown passes, so I think they're pretty good. Uh, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Just, <laughs> Just a bit outside. A bit outside <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah, you guys had an interesting week as Tua went down. Um, Tua very, Tongues. Yeah, very sad to see that. But you guys got the dub. You walked away with it, as you said. Yeah, and we um, mentioned it briefly in the first segment, but just to reiterate, so Tua was operating on all cylinders. He had gone up and down the field in the first quarter. We scored 35 points, like, just coming into the second quarter. Um, So we had held them to seven, and we were just about to take Tua out because we pretty much had the game in hand. But then it came up kind of close to the end of the second quarter. So Tua wanted to do one more series because he wanted to get like a little bit more faster reps. Yeah, more reps. Because I mean, a quarter and a half isn't really a game. Like that's not a game. Like that's not game experience. You just did a quarter of play, you know? (laughs) So he wanted to get at least like one more series in like a two minute offense. And so on third down of the first like set of downs, he goes back for a pass and like rolls out of the pocket and like ends up. She did correctly. Yeah, yeah, and he and he went to throw it away because nobody was open, and the two um, Mississippi State defenders like went to tackle him as he threw it, and they both landed on top of him. He like the first thing that came down was his knee, so all his body weight was on his knee, and the knee like shot up, shot pressure, up, yeah. yeah. So it actually popped the part of his leg out of his hip forcefully. And I don't know if you've ever heard of anybody or known anybody that's had 
something like a, a ball and socket joint that's popped out like it a bone. Hurts. It's generally shoulders is what you see the most of, but it's the most painful injury you can have because what happens is your actual arm or your leg where it connects to your shoulder or your hip, there's a ball there that sits in like a set of tendons and it connects in a socket. And it's like, it, it, it the socket is gripping it. So it, the, the ball inside the socket is bigger than the actual opening of the socket by us like a lot. So when it comes out, it literally is pulling everything. Yeah. It pulled out. And not only is the, like the, the edges of the socket that it had to go through on fire, like the tendon, but when the ball comes out, it's resting on top of those nerves with an immense amount of pressure. So imagine you're, you've been cut open and somebody is just like stepping with their full body weight on Got just it. a bundle of nerves. And so it's like that constantly until they pop it back in so people like freak out because it's it's like torture in a way it is yeah um so it was just it was definitely painful to watch because we didn't know that was what happened we were no, just like whoa because no, no, no. it looked like a normal play yeah you know so anyway but we found out later that day that his season is completed for this year mm-hmm. um he will not be returning not because he doesn't want to y'all just because for purposes of <clears throat> physically his, he, yeah like for him to if he wants to be just a normal person yeah he could come back like immediately but he probably wants to be some sort of athletic do something athletic with his life in the future right you're saying like <clears throat> if he was just somebody time, yeah. walking around town like he worked at an office it wouldn't be a big deal yeah. like he could come back to work and mm-hmm. he could he would probably have crutches for like two or three months yeah. but he would never really be able to make athletic moves without doing a very specific type of rehab and surgery mm-hmm. um, because you have to literally rebuild all of those intricate muscles that are very minuscule inside the bone um it's kind of like i hate to use and, this example but alex smith is just getting back to like peak condition and he he was hit a year ago mm. remember that like a year ago he like lost his leg dude, pretty much right so to like, perform at your peak, peak physical fitness yeah. ability you have to be like something in your hip think about Every movement you do originates from your core, and you know it's holding your core, your hips. <laughs> so, it yeah, it's definitely something we just didn't want to hear happen to such a talented individual. Right. Um, again, our prayers are still with you now. You know, on a very speedy and healthy recovery for you, Tua. Um, not that we know you, but we do just hold you in that light, man. Like very talented, very talented individual. Sure. There is a path, <clears throat> excuse me, there is technically a path for him to return to Bama. Let's say, so he has two options. He can choose to enter his name in the draft. The deadline to enter the NFL draft is January 20th. Mm-hmm. So he won't be healed by then. He won't know, nobody will know, NFL scouts, his doctors, he won't know if he, like, the, his healing level at that point. So it's going to be purely on faith if he wants to enter the NFL draft. Um, My thinking, maybe what I might do in his situation is not enter this draft because you're potentially leaving millions on the table. Mm -hmm. But the difference between a top five pick and an end of the first round, early second round pick is $20 million. That's a lot. So... I don't care what you said. And your rookie, con- yeah, and your rookie contract is generally like your lowest contract, regardless. So he could potentially make that up later. But who's to say like his injury later is never guaranteed, right? What if he's just he's trying to prove himself because he's drafted in the second round or whatever and starts overly pushing and you get hurt again? Yeah, we don't want to see that happen. So my my advice would be sit out until you're ready. You know, and you 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 stay at Alabama. You're you're still on scholarship. You don't have to play next year if you're not physically ready. But you could get right and then maybe play a couple games, like play a few, prove that you're back to where you need to be, and then you can like close up shop. Okay. I don't think you need to, you know, push it and try and get in this and try and get drafted because that's not helping you. It's not helping the NFL team. 
Like, why would you like try and get in the draft at a lower amount of money and then not be able to play in the NFL for a year? What if they, what if their backup quarterback ends up being amazing? You know what I mean? It's happened. Tom Brady, Tom Brady. And then, and then they win the Super Bowl or something. Foles. Foles. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. And then, and then you're like, cool. Well, I'm on this team. I'm healthy now, but I'm not going to play. So how am I ever going to get that second contract that makes me like worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, so my advice, we know your talent level, just wait it out, get healthy, go back, you know, throw, maybe you don't even play at Alabama, but you still are on the roster and you can have a pro day next year and throw and like, just prove that just you're back. That you're just good. show that you're good. You know, that would be my advice. Yeah. Obviously I'm a little biased cause I'm like <laughs> hoping maybe he'll play some games. Oh. <laughs> But it's all right. Uh, we appreciate your excellent insight on that and that breakdown, Kyle. Um, Thank you, sir. Yes, very, very well said. We had Oregon, who took home the W this week as well. Utah took home their W. Penn State also took home a W. Uh, <clears throat> they are now at the eighth spot as Minnesota fell because they lost. And Oklahoma defeated Baylor, and they moved Woo! up one spot as well. Yeah, that was a, that was a barn burner because Baylor was – uh, kicking their tail at yes. the beginning of that game. And Oklahoma yes. ended up coming back, um, which was pretty impressive. But, again, it is Baylor. They were undefeated, but Oklahoma should beat them 10 out of 10 times with their athletes that they have. Um, Florida did not move. They are playing Florida State on November 30th. Uh, don't look for that. Their season is finished, y'all. Sorry. I'm just going to – Finito. Uh, but I'll tell you whose season is not finished. Wisconsin still has a chance – um, oh, do they? Yes, they do. Why do you think that? They get to play Ohio State. They already lost to Ohio State. They'll probably play them again. They won't. They won't? No, because... Uh, Break it down for me, was, Kyle. At least this was my understanding. So, Ohio State will play Penn State and then Michigan, mm-hmm. right? In their final two games. And so, the way that the Big Ten is split up into like divisions... Con- yeah. So... Minnesota right now is in the other side of their conference. So Minnesota is like in the pole position Mm. and they will play Ohio state in the championship game. Mm. But so Ohio state essentially has their next three games is their season. It's critical. Yeah. You play Penn state top 10 team, Michigan top Top. 15, like could be better than that. They have, they have better athletes than that. And then you play Minnesota, who was previously undefeated. So we'll find out a lot because they've been like, "That's what we're here to find out." <laughs> they've been whooping up on the uh, little cupcakes, cupcakes, GG's cupcakes. Well, just kidding. Wisconsin is done, but Michigan's not been, as you just said, because they're sitting at thirteen. So they moved up two spots. We're uh, we haven't talked about the other two loss team that uh, some say might be the best two loss team left in the country. I don't want to talk about this. It's uh, the Notre Dame Fighting I'm Irish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Jay McCann. Fighting Irish. I'll tell you what. Tell you I actually what. think I did hear a college football analyst from Fox Sports, Joel Clatt. Uh, Clatt! He highly uh, ranked Notre Dame. as, And you got to remember, they lost to a very good Georgia team yes, early in the season. Um, so uh, Notre just Dame. a little keep, too far back. They're to too far back to really creep yeah. into the playoff. But watch, that, watch out for them to play a little spoiler. And have a good bowl game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They definitely are in position to have a nice bowl. Yep. So. Yep. And we're not talking about punch. So. Oh, <laughs> or the you know throwing a ball down the lanes, if you will. Yes. <laughs> um, and I guess that'll do it for. Oh, well, actually, I know can we, we can we do the rankings real quick. I know we like touched on it, but let's just sure. give up the people the official college football playoff rankings that were released Excellent. last Excellent. night. So at one, you have LSU. Okay, unchanged. Unchanged. Two, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Unchanged. Three, Clemson. Clems. Clemsonian. Clemson. Sunshine. Um. <laughs> Sunshine. No change. No change. Number four is Georgia. <laughs> um, no change. No change. Five. Alabama Uh-oh. Crimson Tide. <laughs> no change. Which is surprising because there was a lot of people that said with Tua's injury, maybe they would move Bama back. But it's they the didn't. the coach, not the player. Right. Well, and they didn't. They weren't prisoners of the moment. 
they still evaluated I'm them to this point. So it's they'll be watching us closely. Very closely, yeah. Okay. It's the coach, not the players, guys. There you go. It's saying. the Alabama Invitational is what they call the college football playoffs. So. <laughs> <laughs> See what he did there? Um, at six, you got Oregon just waiting on Utah. That's what it's going to come down to. So now at this point, I am rooting for Utah to keep up with their games, and I know that I am rooting for us as well. That way we have a chance to actually don't take this the wrong way. Jump you what? to get into the – Play Patty Cake? Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to jump you, bro, because we're going to – Well, we both need Georgia to lose. Yeah, we That's do. the bottom line. So, but we're gonna. It have doesn't a, matter if Ohio State loses. One They're of them already, is gonna lose. Ohio State is already too highly ranked, and they will not drop out of the top four if they no. lose. They'd have to lose two. Two. So we need Georgia to lose, and LSU's the same way. Doesn't matter if they lose. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, you got. That's why I said that six was Oregon and seven was Utah. Eight, you have Penn State, and they played this week against. The one in the Buckeyes. Buckeyes. The Buckeyes. Uh, nine is Oklahoma and 10 is Minnesota. Minnesota. So, Minnesota. So, it's going to be very interesting this weekend, as Kyle said. We'll see what happens. Uh, but it, it's, I'll just put your seatbelt on. Two games to watch <clears throat> Georgia versus Texas A&M Aggies. Aggies. Um, the what time is that game on, actually? I'm curious because. Uh, 3.30. 3.30, uh, perfect. Okay, because the other game I want you to watch is Ohio State and Penn State. And that is at 12 o'clock. Perfect. So you can just block off noon until like 6. Yeah, and you can just watch some foosball. It'll be good. And we'll find out a lot about what's Both, about to happen. Yeah, yeah. what's going to happen for these playoffs. But And if Georgia ends up spanking A&M, you don't have to watch the whole game. That's true. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Win-win. Win-win-win. <laughs> And we'll catch you guys on our next segment on I'll Tell You What. put it together that means we're doing nba oh nba alert nba alert nba alert live from the superdrome <laughs> um yeah so some <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm gonna need you to come into work tomorrow on saturday yeah says adam silver to Kawhi. Kawhi's like nah load management bruh <laughs> So that well, seems I love to be sitting out just as much as he loves playing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a interesting topic right there, y'all. That and that's why I brought it up is the fact that we're already not even maybe thirteen games into the season, y'all. Yeah, and pretty much you've got quote unquote the best player in the NBA sitting out for load management, using up all his sick days in the first week. What? Kawhi? It's an 80-game, 80 82-game season, so I'm going to need you to uh, pull it together, bro. Yeah, dude. Step your game up. It's like, you know they pay you for this, right? Right? Like, He's like, well, I've had a long day. I've had a long day. <laughs> Why? You're not even like Russell Westbrook yeah. right now. That's what gets us, guys, and it's just really, really annoying to see somebody with such talent not playing that much. And like giving it all, like, and again, it comes down to what about those fans who came to see him play? And he's like, "I'm just sitting on the bench tonight." Not cool, dude. Not cool at all. But on the flip side, Paul George is back on the court for the Clippers. PG thirteen. PG thirteen made his debut last week against the Pelicans. Thirty points. Thirty plus points. I think yeah, thirty two points. So nice guy. Very very nice. Um, However, he looked really good for his mess around team. Well, you know, he also hit the in his second game back, hit that game winner against the Thunder three to put them ahead by one. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and I mean, he's shown the ability to do that. The problem with PG is it's called playoffs. <laughs> and it's like, if anybody needs to be load managing, maybe it's him. Yeah, probably. But he's not <laughs> going to take anything because he's stoned off on yeah. that one. So, not going to really get any value out of that one. Just saying, bro. Just saying. Just, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. But you know who is getting some value? Who? Where on the street is. I'm just kidding, y'all. He's back. Carmelo number zero zero for the Blazers. Portland <laughs> is back. He is on Dwight's uh, contract that they have. It. I think it's like uh, pretty much you we are not guaranteed. We can cut you if you suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a guarantee, but this is Carmelo's last chance, dude, in my opinion. Yeah. So, But I'm very proud of him. He debuted last night. He got 10 points, four rebounds. You know what's funny is really well. uh, Krista was telling me today that she actually heard about Carmela's debut. That's what I'm saying, dude. It was she a was big like, deal. She was like, he went four for 14. <laughs> dude, it was your boy. That's your boy. That's like Who? your boy. Carmelo. Why? I've never liked CA? Carmelo. Yes, you did. I don't think I've ever once in my life said, I love Carmelo or even like him. He's never been that good. Cricket. Cricket. Yeah. Exactly. Cricket, cricket. No glasses of Moscato. No clap, clap, bravo. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm pretty sure I've heard you say that before. I think you're thinking of your other friend, Lyle. Lyle? Okay. Yeah, because okay. he's a liar. Okay. So it was Lyle. I got yeah. you. I got you. Ah, oh, Lyle. Classic Lyle. Dude. Classic Lyle. Well... I'll tell you who uh, got that win last night on that quiz. My boys, my sleeper team. <laughs> Dude, the Capellis? Yeah, they got they, that job. They <laughs> yes. Wins, yes, they did. They're like, oh, for the last <laughs> million years. <laughs> the Pelicans won last night. <laughs> no. Way, dude. <laughs> Come on. You know, there's like uh, birds of prey. The the pelicans birds are, are birds of nay. <laughs> birds they, of nay. they get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. I'm really proud of them for that. That's that's good. All right? Call on the mascot, New Orleans. <laughs> Should have been something better. Least threatening bird out there. A pelican. Well, it's New Orleans. You just walk man. up to him, start messing with his neck, be like, what's this? What's going on here, huh? This is flat. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> In other news, uh, the Kings, Sacramento Kings, had an executive that is now formally sentenced to jail time what? for stealing a hundred, I think it's almost a hundred million dollars from the franchise. How did he do that? He siphoned it. He just did it low key. He it was an executive. He thought he was being slick Rick because he felt some type of way that he was around players who were making millions of dollars and he was around owners who were making billions of dollars. And he was just like, well, I want some. And they're like, no. <laughs> Invite only, bro. <laughs> he was like, right. I'm going to start stealing it. So that's something around the horn that you should be uh, definitely talking about. But, but I want to finish off our the last part of our segment here yeah. with something uh, that maybe you and I can like tit for tat on. All right. Okay. So who is to blame for the mess in New York City? Who's to blame in the, for the mess in New York City? Yes. Because last week and still currently, it just seems as though that franchise is all over the place. They want to blame the coach. They want to blame the GM. They want to blame the president. They want to blame everybody. Who is really to blame at this point for why the Knicks are where they are at? Um, I think everybody takes a piece of the pl- the blame pie okay. in New York. Um Including the fans. I think the fans... Oh, I agree. Just so you know. I think the fans have to be patient. What's happened in New York is they've consistently tried to be a win-now team without doing anything to to preface that. So they've, they haven't put in any of the work, yet they want to reap the rewards. Okay. Um. And so even if they do something well, like hiring Phil Jackson, letting him have the reins for a year. And then they were like, yeah, you're out of here. Yeah. (laughs) And if things didn't go well by midway through the second year, they weren't a, 
you know, a top four team in the East, then they said, you know, it's not working out. You need to get the hell out of here. We don't like you. <laughs> and so that's fans putting their reactions into it and saying, you know, they're displeased. So I think everybody deserves a piece Can of the blame. Coach? Uh, I think the coach could have a little part of the blame. Um, I, I know there's not much you can do as the coach. Uh, you have the players that you have, and you have to coach them. But there is still the opportunity to make those players better. Okay. Um, so there is a small piece for him. I think the largest piece probably needs to go to ownership just for That's what I was going to say right there. You, you know, they, they need to be a little bit more consistent. I get that you have a lot of spotlight on you, and you have newspapers that write about you, multiple stories every day, whatever – but recognize that this is a global, you know, marketplace at this point. You are not the big fish anymore. So do you blame that? So do you think that Porzingis should have stayed? Do I think Porzingis should have stayed? I mean, I'm pretty sure he left of his own, like he requested to leave, correct? I don't know. Maybe. We'll never know what happened behind closed doors on that, you know? Well, regardless, I mean... I don't. That I was don't a piece know. people liked, it's, and they got the behind it. The thing him. is, with stuff like that, it's similar to you know teams like in the NFL, like the Jaguars, or it's just teams that never seem to can get it together. The Cleveland Browns, and it's just because there's so much turnover all the time. The Browns, for example, have had like 149 billion quarterbacks in the last and four years. Yeah, and coaches. Mm-hmm. So. How do you expect to gain any sort of traction if you just have turnover all the time? It's like that in any business. You can't become successful for the long term if you don't have any consistency. It's just not – you're never going to present a product that your consumers want if it's always – this is this is now what you want, right? And they're like, no. And you're like, all right, you're fired. You, what do you think? You need to make a new product by tomorrow at the latest. <laughs> tomorrow, if you could have it right latest. now, that'd be great. <laughs> That's not how it works. And I think that honestly, like you said, it comes down to management and them taking better care of what they have invested in, and they haven't. It's not the coach, personally. I don't think it's that, and it's not the players. I honestly think it's the culture that you're trying to, uh, I guess, invest in and slash reinvigorate is really what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? The culture there? Yeah, they really need to like re-inspire people to be a new generation of New York Knicks fans. I think that's what they're lacking. They're just trying to, like you said, have something instant and that's not going to work. The 76ers turned their franchise around. It took time. I just think that they need to maybe take some tips from their neighbor down the street and yeah. maybe get that together. They changed a lot of things in there. And that's the thing is But I do think the Sixers took the very long way. Let's say they took the country road when there wasn't well inter- <laughs> there was there was an interstate available. You know what I mean? And they were yeah. like, Well, why don't we just take the long And if the problem with that was now you you haven't really guaranteed yourself anything by taking that long way. You're you're still Man. you're not even the best team in the East, and you've literally wasted like seven years trying to get there. So I don't condone either of those paths. I think there's a very happy medium. Okay, and you can you just need the right individuals in place to find that. And I don't think it's rocket science. Not the that you cannot and not guys, to be confused with the Houston Rockets. Rockets. <laughs> But I am going to say this too, y'all. We can't blame the players. They—they're literally not doing anything. They're just showing right. up for work. What do you expect so them you to do? Get better instantly? No. They're getting paid <laughs> millions of dollars. What incentive do they have to get better? Instantly? At this point, yeah. you know how good they would have to get to get like a lot more money. You have to go from being like Kent Bazemore, who makes a hundred million, Bazemore, to LeBron James, who makes. Jabron Lane, which isn't that big of a difference. You don't, you don't want for anything, so there's no incentive for you to get better. Touché. That's the problem with pro sports across the board. Touche. And that's why I'm not even like super psyched on the NFL anymore because it's just like people are trying to get a contract, and then you see people get a contract, and then they just coast. Yeah, and then they yeah. suck, <laughs> or they're not. You know, they don't show any improvement, and I just 
don't care. Too you know, sure. if they don't Too care, sure. why do I care? By the way, I'm not going to pay their salary. By the way, Lakers number one seed in the no. West, still keeping up with those W's. No. Yeah, they stopped in at my restaurant. They got a no. W while mm. they were there. You know, nice heaping serving of it. Just want to let you know that. Also, also. LeBron, LBJ. LBJ is the only player in history to have a triple-double against all 30 teams in the NBA. The NBA. So put that in your hot dog as ketchup or relish or mustard or whatever it is and eat it because that is delicious for everybody. That's actually a really impressive stat. I, I really can't even like hate on him for that. Kobe never got something like that, but that's a different one. Like, you know what I mean? That's a fine wine. That's cheers to both of them on that. Like, yeah, you know what LeBron's ever got? <laughs> Rings. 81. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I'm just saying, I knew you were gonna go if you ask there. anybody what's more impressive, 81 points or basically anything else that they've done, they'll be like, yeah, Kobe. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I did that again. You know, I got to get that in there. So. <laughs> Coming up next, we've got an NFL no huddle. On, I'll tell you what. I'm living my best life. That's right. <laughs> On. I'll tell you what. And this is going to be some NFL. Shield holding. Action <laughs> packed. This is. I'll, I'll tell, tell you, you what. what. Now. 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 Playing. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to start with the scores and then we're going to end up on uh, our biggest biggest twist of 2019 2019 this is something i never thought i would see put my head down after that one guys. <laughs> so wow what a twist let's start on thursday where the steelers lost to the browns 21 to 7 what we'll be back to that subject momentarily <laughs> You had the Cowboys beat the Lions. That's going to be 35-27. Ooh, how about them Cowboys, though? America's team, though. Oh, man. You know who else got it done? The dumpster fire team known as the Colts. Because they beat the Jags. 33-13. to Sorry, Colts fans. Sorry, Colts fans. Hey, Nick Foles is back. Nick Foles. But he's Foles. Yeah, Jaguars lost to the Colts. Yeah. But Nick Foles is back. Yeah, he back, though. Uh, the Bills got it done against the Dolphins. You know Miami. what the Bills' record is right now? 7-3. That's pretty good. It is really good. That's pretty good. Okay, I already said it earlier in the season. What? In the season? In the middle of the season. <laughs> that they were going to be uh, my sleeper team. No, you didn't. <laughs> that is a lie. Dude, that was straight from Lyle's mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Come on, come on. I, I, I really didn't say it, but I did say they were on. A I, hot I kind of almost thought about I, saying. I it. might could have said that. Okay, <laughs> like double negative. Yeah, go back and re-listen to all the episodes. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos versus the Vikings. Vikings got it done. Yeah. That's my Viking horn. Well, that was pretty good. You know, I'm ready to hear your trumpet because the Saints got it done over the Buccaneers, 34 Wait, to 17. Hold on, the Saints sound like a trumpet. You know, when the Saints go marching in. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, let's get dun, some. Dun, 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 let's get some dun, percussion dun, 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 on there. Saints. <laughs> At Saints, if you want to hire us, we got you. <laughs> at Saints. At Saints. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure they're on Twitter. At that, oh, so. gotcha, gotcha. I thought you meant we have to go there. We have no. to be at the Saints. No, 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 no. no. Okay. No. Absolutely not. We're Falcons. All right. <laughs> Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 
Got it done, 34 to 17. That's double your score, Redskins. <laughs> you know who else got it done? Uh, The Ravens? No, we are the Falcons. We mighty, are the Falcons. Mighty, mighty Falcons. Mighty, mighty Falcons. Woo! Ah! Ah! 29 to 3. Wow. It's the... Are you Panthers. predicting... Hold on. While, while speaking on this team, yeah. are you predicting a win-out situation? Because if that happens, the Falcons will be nine and seven. That's not going to happen. Why not? Because it's they're already three and seven. Dude, why not take a crazy chance? Uh, we're not singing Hillary. Why Duff. not do a crazy dance? Hillary Duff has no impact on the Falcons this year. Sorry, <laughs> as Jimmy's dad would say from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, mom says you're grounded. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Ravens took on the Texans and that was actually, in my opinion, game of the week because it was against two superstars. Unfortunately, one of them did not. But dude, did you hear the Texans human resources departments filed something against the Ravens? No, I didn't. Because the Ravens were harassing Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Dude, he filed a formal yeah, he like, did. Uh, I'm feeling harassed right now in my work environment, dude. Deshaun only had like seven, shut up, Deshaun. Deshaun had seven <laughs> receptions for 80 yards. Maybe he should have went to a different school because we like him as a player. All right, but if you go to Clemson, that's what you get. <laughs> Are you sure that's what you get? Yes. Does you know the Ravens drive, have the you, most Alabama so, players so, out of the, uh, every team in the so NFL. What you're, what you're saying is. You could just be like uh, a nobody and just walk down the street and someone throws out a degree from out of their car at you. Why do they do that? Because you went to Clemson University. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that, that actually makes sense. Yeah. So a lot of people. Shout out to Greg Allen. He went to Clemson. He was like, oh, I love it. Shout out to Greg, actually. Greg Allen is actually the man. GA. Yeah. yeah. You know He's why? Because he was an actual student there. Yeah. All right. I know some people who Dabo's over there just like dabbing and not not actually getting these kids Y'all, in the I'm class. I'm old man dabbing. I'm old man dabbing over here. Anyway, I digest. Yes, Ravens 41 to 17. You had the 49ers taking on the Cardinals, and Kyler Murray actually got it done. No, he got it done because it was 36 to 26. I'm just kidding. Not really. <laughs> they did this. I was, just <laughs> saying, I was like, <laughs> how did he get it done? <laughs> he was their leading rusher. Usher, which is a joke, yo. <laughs> and people, I, like, I heard Colin Cowturd say it today on uh, The Herd on Fox Sports. He was like, Kyler Murray is, like, so great over in Arizona. I love Colin Murray. And I'm like, what do you love about him? That he loses a lot of games? I guess so, because that's what they've been doing. You know who also has been doing that? The Bengals. Yeah. Because the- they got shut out by the Raiders. Ooh, well, the opinion. Raiders are good. Yeah. Just so y'all know, the Bengals are zero wins this season. The drought is real. So easy, the Lions could do it. Just kidding, because they got some wins. So you're telling me that uh, Jungle Cats, Lions and and Tigers are the worst teams. Yes, they are. Um, The Pats Pats got it done against the Eagles, 17-10. to Whoa, that's a rematch of Super Bowl. Who gives a crap? (laughs) <laughs> right? Uh, just kidding, y'all. Actually, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Brady was getting it done. Well, he actually had a harder game defensive-wise because he was getting a lot of reads that he was not comfortable with, so he had to do a lot of rollouts. <laughs> um, also, something else that happened in that game was what Julian happened? Edelman threw a go-ahead 15-yard touchdown to Philip Dorsett. No way. Um, I actually saw that play, and it was dope. No yes. way from Vanderpool, Julian Edelman. They had he threw a 15 yard game winning touchdown pass to Philip Dorsett. Yeah, that's pretty cool, dude. So they had to pull out <laughs> one of their tricks from their bag of hats. You know, their bag of hats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bag of hats. <laughs> Sometimes when you're hats. in trouble, dude, you got to pull a trick out of your bag of hats, dude. But they actually have literally multiple hats. Yeah, because they're like a way hat. 
home hat, conference champion hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> when you win 19 seasons in a row because Salute it's a service hot. hat, yeah. breast cancer awareness hat. <laughs> 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 the Rams beat the Bears 17-7. Um, the Chiefs beat the Chargers, Chiefs 24-17. All right, back to the real thing that everybody wants to hear about. What do they want to hear about? So on Thursday night. Was it on Thursday? It was Thursday night. The Browns took on the Steelers, y'all. And I will just tell you, the Steelers had probably one of the worst performances ever on national television. Embarrassing. Um and I think it had something to do with the fact that the Browns came for blood. And I would like to blame that on the coaching staff because there were some hard hits. Juju Suster was knocked out in the first half. So was their other second wide receiver, um, I don't, whose name is escaping me right now. And then in the last 20 seconds of the game, it came down to uh, Mason Rudolph, who was kind of a crap. Crap quarterback. He had a very bad game, but he tackled – I want to say this. Miles Garrett, a defensive lineman, came up and tackled him. And I guess he was having – he was in his feelings because that's when it all broke out. And so he tried to rip off Garrett's helmet. Garrett ripped off his helmet while at the same time this is happening, Rudolph kicked Garrett in the balls – and so mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, that's when... Right in the nuts! Right when everything just hit the fan. So this man just, like, went on a rampage and ripped off Mason Rudolph's helmet and then proceeded to smack him in the head with said helmet. We are not condoning at all his behavior. The point is, is cause and effect. If you didn't do that, maybe the man wouldn't have done that. Well... I think we need to clarify as well that Garrett is after out Garrett Garrett ripped his helmet off while they were still having a tussle between the two. Mm-hmm. After Garrett grabbed Mason Rudolph's helmet, two giant Pittsburgh linemen. offensive linemen grabbed Garrett and pulled him out of the situation. And he was like, they were like, let's cool down. After that happened, Mason Rudolph gets up. And is like classic, just pissed off frat boy. Frat boy, like you made me look like an idiot. So he runs across the field and gets like in between Garrett and his own offensive linemen that are trying to protect him. And Garrett is like, "Oh, I didn't realize you wanted this smoke." And he just does whatever. He, like he's holding something. So guess what? That's coming at you now. Yeah. Because you literally came in my face and is trying to like initiate a fight. And if he wasn't trying, I'm sorry, that's not the right verbiage. He wasn't trying to initiate a fight. He was actually starting a fight. He was physically assaulting Garrett before yes. that happened. So Garrett said, okay, Game I'm, I'm going to swing this helmet but- in your general direction to get you to get away from me. And it caught him in the head and the padding of the helmet. And everybody's losing their minds. He could have to quote cracked. the Joker from the Dark Knight. He they feel as though he could have cracked his skull. Yeah. I don't give a crap. Garrett dude. is you know whenever I can crack my skull walking out of this area right now. <laughs> Guess what? Is this the Breakfast Club? I'm you, cracking skulls. You play in the NFL, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this. It's a full contact sport, Mason. Guess what? People get pissed when they're getting hurt. You don't think you've ever seen a fight break out? People say, well, you never swing a helmet. Did you ever have a helmet in your Who hand? Who's that other fight swing? where that other guy got Because I bet one? you would if there was in your hand. Why would you drop it? This It's better equipped to hit the person that you're pissed at. Hello. So I, I do have to ask you this. Who had the better fight? Mason Rudolph versus Garrett? Or would you say, what's his name? Your little Texas or no, the Tennessee Titan where that guy like bucked up against the other oh, guy. Oh, AJ Green and uh, what's his face? I can't remember. Finnegan, Cortland yeah. Finnegan. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, no, they, they went nuts, dude. They were like going at each other, like ding, 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 ding. But it was like wide receiver and DB. So they're just like all knees and elbows, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a pretty good one, though. Who, who had the better fight? It, uh, 
Well, that was a better fight for sure. It was more <laughs> satisfying to watch. Than, yeah. All right, but, but I just it just like sorry guys, it, it's not funny, but we're I'm just trying to make light of the situation. Yeah, it just it did. Me and John both saw the highlight, and we were like, "Uh, that's not a suspension," because we didn't even finish the story. No, we didn't. After <laughs> Garrett swings the helmet in Mason Rudolph's general direction, half the freaking Pittsburgh Steeler team comes over and takes him to the ground and starts kicking and punching him, him being Miles Garrett. Garrett, yeah. In the head. The intellectual. Literally. And they talk about like him, Miles Garrett, doing a savage act. Are you out of your mind? Didn't look like that to me. I'm sorry. He was, Miles Garrett was one versus three. And guess what? All he had was a helmet. I'm pretty sure if you had you versus two 300-pound-plus offensive linemen and an NFL quarterback who's not anything to be sneezed at, works out every day, and is a giant man. If you see those three people coming at you, you're going to use whatever's at your disposal to be like, I'm not comfortable with you guys being aggressive towards me. How about that? Ever think of that NFL or anybody that's criticizing him? And then to have every member of that team take you down and literally curb stomp you? For lack of a better better term, I just think that's 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 irresponsible of the NFL and for the news outlets that covered it that said that Miles Garrett was at fault. That Miles is unbelievable. He Miles Garrett could have been hurt in that situation. So Mason, if I'm not mistaken, has not received any punishment, correct? Uh he has not, but he did he has apologized as of today and he's recognized his part in the brawl. Yes, but personally, everybody else who was involved minus him has gotten a suspension for games, um, which means that they didn't get paid. They're not going to get paid. They ain't getting paid. Except Mason, which is, in my opinion, very rude. And that's the main point that I want to just strike at is, don't take this the wrong way, Kyle. It's just privilege. You know what I mean? Like I agree. I think it's really messed up. And that's really what bothered me about the media response to it. Because why? This isn't a game anymore. I get why you protect the quarterback within the the rules of the game because they are the people that, you know, generate the revenue, whatever. This was a play after the game, and this quarterback engaged in violent acts against another player, like not being provoked. The the sack that happened that, you know, initiated the whole thing was within the game. And Mason Rudolph was the one who escalated the entire situation. And I think that is, like I said before, beyond irresponsible. And I think they're catering to who they think their audience is, which is a majority of white people, I guess. I don't know. Because I think that sports goes across color boundaries for the most part. I have like Asian friends, black friends, white friends, Same whatever. Same and here. all of them like this like sports, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know? In fact, I would say more white people are disinterested than some of the other races or whatever. So I just think that's just it's it's tone deaf and it's just wrong and it's irresponsible of mm-hmm. them to go that route. Because as we've talked about before, me and you personally, we talked about how good of a person Miles Garrett is. is. So for him yeah. to go off like that, you can bet your bottom dollar that, <laughs> Tomorrow. that there was something that initiated it that was not okay. Okay. Anyway, Fair. I'm Just, sorry. No. You know, I got fired up. I called yeah. you the second I saw it. I was like, what? I was like, I saw the replay and I heard what they were saying in, on TV and those two things didn't match up and I started getting upset. Dude. you weren't the only one so i actually was off that day and so like i caught it at two o'clock in the morning on friday morning and i was like are you what whoa like you know what i mean i was like what is going on so very crazy but that'll do us for the shield this week guys uh we just want to get my two cents on that part um thank you for listening to that and we will be right back to close you out on i'll tell you what. what Deck the halls with bells of holly.
Welcome back to I'll Tell You What. <laughs> guys, we're having too much fun over here. Way too much fun. Um, and I'm glad you guys are listening. Yeah! <laughs> we just want to tell you thank you. And happy holidays this season, guys. Happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy and of course... Merry, it's Merry Christmas, Mahama Kwanzaa, bro. There it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are the smooth tones coming to you live from the conclusion. Of I'll tell you what? Of I'll tell you what? Well, there is one thing I want to talk about real quick. What? So, here it is, y'all. So, uh, if you have not gone to see Charlie's Angels, don't. Because is it in theaters? It's in theaters. But Who's I in hear, it? Uh, nobody's. What? Kristen, I'm just kidding. Kristen Stewart is apparently in it. And so, Twilight? Yeah, old Twilight. She looks pretty busty in that movie, I will say that. So, so they're stuffing? Yeah, there's... Mixed stuffing in mixed there? Mixed stuffing in there. You know, just in time for the turkey season. Just in time for peach season. <laughs> just in time for peach season. So, uh... She's in it. Elizabeth Banks is in it. So. Oh, I love her. Phoebe. Yeah. yeah. Is she yeah. one of the angels? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. What do you mean? I didn't see it. I well, didn't how know. do you know that? I just know she's in the movie. You just said you saw it. I didn't see it. I just said don't go see it. All right, guys. Lyle's <laughs> back in town over here. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, let me That's hit you with That's one of this. those, like, rotten news. So. Frozen 2 coming out. That I actually kind of want to see. So I might actually take my investment next week and see that. So I might I'm go down. see it on Black Friday. Because what? it turns out as of right now, I'm scheduled off. Hmm. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> That's going to change. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But maybe. But maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll Probably see if Jay's I, tuned into the end of the episode. I know. <laughs> He's gonna be like, no, you're working. I'm, I'm, I'm working, Jay. I'm, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> so, but for real, Frozen Dose, mm-hmm. is there even a minuscule chance that it's in the same neighborhood as Frozen Uno? I don't know. It's in hard terms to- of quality and enjoyment. I don't know. It's hard to say because Frozen had some great songs. So you'd have to really take one step ahead of the breadline, two steps ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. So <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. Okay. All right. So, I, I don't like your pessimism, but I can. <laughs> dude, no, let's just be realistic. Those songs are I know. Bangers, that's, why, that's why I inserted the question. Because it is tough to follow up a classic. Yeah, insta-classic. You do realize that actually was the movie that brought back like the princess classic Disney movie. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. before that, the last real one was probably Mulan. Did you not like Brave? No, that didn't count. Dude, Brave was not very good. Comparatively? It wasn't, no. Comparatively? No, I agree. It wasn't. it It was a B or a C. She was a princess, though. I'm just telling you, it doesn't, it's not on that level. Okay. You discard it. Okay. It's like, what's the movie you always quote with the cats? Aristocrats. <laughs> that movie sucked. No, it did not. How dare you? Oliver and everybody, for life. Everybody wants to be a cat, okay? No, yeah. I'm allergic. Everybody. <laughs> everybody wants to be a cat. Okay. I want to know who everybody is in that thing. Uh, I don't know if this is everybody, bro. All right. I digest. Well, it's enough on the Disney pop culture for the week. <laughs> Let's just end it there. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it's been a fun episode. It has um, been a fun episode, Kyle. Thank you. Any parting that. shot for you? Uh, I will be working on Black Friday, Jay. Don't oh, worry. my God. It's fine. You either are or you're not. It's one or the other. 50-50 shot. It's a 50-50. All right. Well, my parting shot is... Oh, yeah. Come to my story, y'all, next week if you'd like to see Santa, because he's having lunch slash breakfast with us at Jay Christopher's, Jay Christopher's at Crabapple Road. I wish they would come up with a name for something if it's like, you don't know if it's lunch or breakfast. Liner? Or, I'm sorry, brin- brunch? Like breakfast, lunch? 
French. Oh, that's no way. Yeah. I never heard of that. Well, I mean, most people haven't heard of Linner. So, lunch, dinner. Is that like if you lose, but you also win, you're a Linner? <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> well, 